0: to the infinity bros podcast got a special show for you got me infinity bro mark with a special super special guest the one and only the christian nerd himself scott higa how you doing scott
1: i am very excited for i think this is my third perhaps fourth appearance on the infinity bros podcast it's hard to remember because one time i was invited on i think right as covid was beginning way back in. Tw- we've been doing this together for a long time now and then another time I was on because when you guys streamed on Twitch I would watch mm-hmm. you all the time and I redeemed like 100,000 bits to be on the show. That actually should be the name of your show, 100,000 bits. That nobody else gets because they're just bits contained in your group message.
0: It is. That's You're right. I feel I sometimes I feel, I sometimes I
1: feel like sometimes I feel like I'm on the outside looking in when I listen <laughs> to your podcast that there's something going on and and I want to know. But th- though I do, I do know one time, I think I received a screenshot from the safe space group message. And I think Isaac almost got kicked out.
0: Oh yeah, probably. We have, uh, huh. our bets go so deep. Like they go back to college, like which is now like 10 years ago for a lot of us. So yeah, it's, uh, it gets deep. And I know Max always hated that because it's like, no one's going to understand it except for us. And it's like, that's, you know, it's our podcast.
1: Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Yeah, I've got a good friend. Uh, We've been friends since we were 12. And Mm -hmm. there's still just things that there's no reason we should laugh at them. But every time we see it, we do. Just because that was funny to us when we were 19. And here we are (laughs) 23 years later, still laughing at the same stupid joke that nobody else gets in the universe. But he and I I, think it's That's a special bond, though. That's what's It really is. It really is. It's a solid male friendship. That's what we're striving for here, Mark. Mark, Because not too many men don't have enough quality relationships in their lives and they suffer for it.
0: Yeah, you're I mean, now you're absolutely right. All of a sudden this podcast became how do we make it okay for men to have other men friends and it not be weird.
1: <laughs> not not weird at all. Now, I would love know, to be I would love to be your man friend Mark, but you live 2000 miles so away, aware, you know. So so far away. Though mm-hmm. I really do think that if I ever want to meet all of you guys IRL it really makes a lot of sense for me to come out there than to you know have you guys keep coming out here one by one to California. I mean, well be... California is a much better place to visit. Than oh, and Minnesota. I have family
0: that live in uh, Dana Point. So,
1: oh Mark, that is so close. I know, I know,
0: I know. That's been my thought. It's like, well, if we make it out, and it's my uncle who lives out there, aunt uncle and his kids,
1: and he wants. Us have to come they home. met it's your like, oh. Have they met your wonderful daughter yet?
0: Uh, my aunt hasn't. But my uncle has so
1: yeah, see perfect opportunity also Dana Point's gorgeous oh I know it's a good place to visit
0: oh oh I I know they live in I uh, know you they live in a nice is place. it
1: bougie yeah well the yeah, whole city yeah. Dana Point the whole city
0: they got married um in Huntington Beach on the uh-huh. on the beach so like that's nice that's enough to
1: let you know yeah, we nicer, like... we used to go when I uh, was youth pastor we would take a trip down we do like an overnight beach trip down at uh doheny which is by dana point but yeah. one of my old friends he was a youth pastor and he was a pastor at a church in dana point and so he'd let us spend the night in their youth room which was a great sure. great separate boys were in the youth room girls were over in the you know yeah. one other part but it was awesome just i and i think it's called south shores church and you literally just like see the ocean from like the whole church it's beautiful and there's a big cross and people like sailboats actually use that as like a marker because you can see it very clearly from the ocean Mm. so yeah come to come to dana point i'll drive down there i'll see you yeah we'll make it
0: we'll make it work and i'll run my hands
1: through your (laughs) your your beard (laughs) i would i would would enjoy that
0: (laughs) my beautiful wife kelly's like what the heck is going on
1: why is, like, is this old man running his hands through your is, beard?
0: I'm like, it's Scott. It's Scott Higa. <laughs> <laughs> Which now she knows. I've mentioned you enough times. Where you now you're a known entity at least. Is it always so, Scott Higa? Yes, because I have. Because I do uh, find she, I,
1: I have one of those names that like rolls off. Like it's just it's just one word. I, I had students who would just say, so, oh yeah, that's that's Scott Higa. That's Scott Higa. My, that's Scott." Higa. My other
0: uncle's name is Scott. So, uh, okay. He, so that's Scott. And then I have a. Uh, this is a weird relationship. So, like, it's my mom's ex boyfriend from like 15, 10 years ago. But he's been like he was influential because like he, she dated him for like eight years when I was like a teenager. Okay. So like, of course, he was influential in my life. But for and he was a cool guy. So like he gets brought up sometimes. So, so and then we call he's Scotty Ray.
1: So then you're okay. Scott
0: Higa. So
1: so you have an uncle named Scott, and your mom dated. Is your uncle named Scott your mom's brother? Like, did yes. your mom date somebody with the same name as her brother? Correct. Oh, wow. Yeah. I once yeah. dated a girl with the same name as my sister, and I just should have known that was never going to work out. It was a bit much. So I had some, like, so it Just made me think of my dating life of doing
0: Tinder and those types of apps. Like, I had some, like, you know, what I went swipe on, and, like, I couldn't swipe on my, any of my sister's names. It was just, like, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Didn't matter if I was, like, yeah, we're compatible. It's, like, I just couldn't, I just couldn't date someone with my, or my mom's name. So it's, like, couldn't do it. So...
1: I'm really glad that I missed the whole online dating thing. Just. I, I hear about it and I'm just, I'm so pleased that I don't have to worry about that. I don't know which way you're supposed to swipe. I don't know anything about creating a dating profile. I did say that if I had not found a wife by a certain point that Mm -hmm. I was going to do it as a youth group event and my students and I were going to build my e-harmony profile at youth group one night.
0: E-harmony would probably have been the best way to do it. I'm glad I'm not online dating now I just have heard it's a lot worse. So I'm really happy that the day I decided not, that I was going to, you know, just give online dating a break, my now wife messaged me and then, you know, went from there. So
1: You this. met your beautiful wife, Kelly, via an, a dating app?
0: Tinder, of all places, Oh my Scott.
1: goodness. That is a weird you know That's the other word. thing that Tinder does
0: get a lot of, has a lot of negative connotations to it, where it's like, oh, that's just a hookup app. It's like, I never use, I... You can find normal people that just want to date and not just hook up. I mean, the hookup culture is live and proud in that app. But...
1: <laughs> it is live and well. It is functioning. But I, you, can, you can you can find,
0: if you try hard, you can find the right one, which I did. So there it is.
1: Nice. Well, that's on. How long has you been married
0: now? Three years? Four years? Two oh, years? Oh, man. We're going on four years because we got married in 2020, a month before COVID like really hit the fan and you know, close everything down, so.
1: Oh, the Covey-Woveys. Does Max have COVID? Oh, sorry. Does he who does not, shall not be named have COVID again?
0: <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he's, he was <laughs> in a foreign country. He could have, like, super COVID.
1: <laughs> super South American COVID. Central American COVID.
0: Central American COVID. Alright, Scott, let's get... So we have some Infinity Bro questions that the boys asked. The boys, uh, the boys! If you want to hear the spicy one, folks, you have to go to our patreon infinity i'm a patron
1: of the infinity rose podcast and basically the only reason i am is because i get a shout out every time either scott's the only one listening to this or scott's so old (laughs) and and that's it just really goes back and forth between those two you're just so loyal scott and you know for for my listening pleasure i enjoy the 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 patreon content because it's more just you guys being yourselves and not I've got a hot take about Sabine Wren and I'm so <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, you're, like you're when, when I'm not, I'm not going yeah, to, you know, when, when you and Max start going off on your you know, all your wild theories, your speculative spoilers. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of skipping. Uh, every, anytime <laughs> a, any of you just well, you know, the MCU, it's really suffering. I'm like, oh, skip, skip. I get it. <laughs> shut
0: suffering. up. I like... can't wait to to make you suffer today, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> can't skip live, can you? That's true. I can't. You could just just, hang up. Yeah, hang up or walk out. <laughs> you, just, you check, but I'm still talking. <laughs> all right, all right. So we'll start with uh, a question from Infinity Bro Max, the one who shall not be named, which I just named. So there it
1: is. Um, He's his been question, named twice now. Yeah, three times probably.
0: His question for you, Scott, was. You've been dropped into Fortnite. The Fortnite world. What weapon do you choose as you depart the bus to fight? And which three characters do you want on your four-man roster?
1: Uh I've never played Fortnite. Mm-hmm. So I guess mm-hmm. I would take a is there a machine gun? there sure is all right i'll take a machine gun because i feel like i could shoot something a lot with that what color do you want that machine gun to be neon green is that a is that an option Sure, it is all right neon neon green 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 Uh, gun and i'm trying to think of all the the skins i know there's a mando i'll take a mando on my team okay yeah can you have master chief i think master chief is one yep all right i'll take a master chief are there any X-Men available to me?
0: There is quite a few X-Men available.
1: Is there a not not like Wolverine or Cyclops? Is, is there like a Storm or a Rogue? I believe there's both. I
0: actually have the Rogue and Gambit skins. So, all
1: right, I'll take I'll take me a Rogue. Okay, and then uh, is there a Ninja Turtle?
0: Gosh, I don't think there are, be. but I'm sure they'll be next is time. Is there a Voltron?
1: They- Nope. Oh, is there a giant? I, is there a giant robot I can have on there, my team? One of the. Is there the Iron Giant? No. Okay. Gosh,
0: I'm I'm trying to remember because I I've been up and down with Fortnite over the past few years. I know Fortnite has their own like Gundam looking chicken robot thing. Okay. So I know that That's exists. Great. Okay. I'll
1: so. take Mando, a uh, giant chicken robot, Rogue from the X Men, and then yourself, and, and then myself. There we go. Yeah. That's my team.
0: Oh there no, you know. Master Chief was in there too. I'll oh, throw that's Master right. Chief.
1: I'll throw Master All right, Chief out. So
0: you'll be one of those skins. So that's that's okay. what it is. I'll I'll be the giant robot. What was funny? Uh, Max wrote that, and then Robbie replies, No way Scott knows any of that.
1: Zero, so, zero, 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 zero chance. So zero
0: chance. Robbie was spot on. Love it.
1: Thanks, Robbie. Thanks, thanks for I I feel seen by you, Robbie. Good. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, from Zane, he asks. If you were to ask an Infinity Bro a gauntlet question,
1: who would you ask and what would you ask them? I would ask Zane. Zane, if you were to ask an Infinity Bro a gauntlet question, <laughs> who would you ask and what would you ask them? So it's just... Uh, that'd, be, that'd be my question for Zane. You're
0: in stuck a, in a... What do they call it? Like a never-ending question Yeah, it's, it's question just asked. a loop.
1: <clears throat> That's my punishment for being a stupid question, Zane. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Try harder next time. Like Zane consumes a lot of mountain dew, right? Is that his go to?
0: I think he's mostly dew at this point, so
1: Do you do the do, Zane? He does. I would character.
0: imagine that will be his uh, his vows when he gets married. <laughs> do you do the do? And then she'll say, <laughs> I do, and then they'll kiss and we'll all clap, we'll all cry, and we'll be happy.
1: Maybe he who shall not be named will get to officiate that wedding ceremony.
0: That would be just so good for the bit. So I hope it's gotten to a
1: point now where I've not been in a wedding in a very long time and I've just gotten to officiate weddings and it's way better, way less work. You get paid sure. for it. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. And you get fed too, I'm assuming too. So. Yeah.
1: You get to eat. You get to pray. Like it's all, like you're the, the yeah, way. it's great. You can't, you can't, you know, you can't have a few and you know, go crazy on the dance floor though. That That is the problem. <laughs> You got to keep oh, it buttoned sure. up.
0: Yeah, you got to keep it professional to a your, point.
1: Drink from your Baptist flask so nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> oh my Gosh, Baptist flask. <laughs> um, oh, this one's from
0: Infinity Bro Isaac. You have to cast the Fantastic 4
1: and two villains. Oh, only using
0: the Infinity oh. Bros.
1: Oh, okay. Uh so no Pedro Pascal. No. Alright, uh, if you go back and listen to the Patreon exclusive portion, you'll know that my choice for Sue Storm, the Invisible Girl, is uh, Jarrett, because he has the softest <laughs> oh, features.
0: That, that is on point, yep.
1: I would say, <laughs> give me, you can be the Human Torch, because you got that red-headed, you're like, you're already flamed on. Easy cast. Easy, easy casting. I will say, let's make... Let's make Isaac Mr. Fantastic. Why not? Just so he'll feel good about himself. It's his question. Though, Mr. Fantastic does have a real, like, a-hole streak in him. So, I don't know if Isaac has that. Does he? Have you ever seen Isaac mad or just, like, a jerk? Uh, not, no. I haven't. Seems seems He's always pretty cool
0: and down to earth, but, um that's where it's scary about that though is never seen him mad so i don't want to be there he's probably
1: hiding something holly if you need help you let us know (laughs) we'll we'll come help (laughs) um uh then let's see i'll make i'll make robbie the thing you know he can he can be that and then for the villains (laughs) i will definitely i'll make max galactus Because with a mouth like that, he could eat a planet. Like yeah, Max has a very large head. Yep, and a good mouth. And a good, very good. And <laughs> Zane, I don't know any other, I guess the only other Fantastic Four villain, like, I think it was Dr. Doom. and I don't want to make Zane Dr. Doom. They have like a crappy one, like a Mole Man or something. Mole Man's a, a Fantastic Man's... Four villain, isn't he? Sure can be moleman zane's Moleman.
0: i feel like fantastic four like any any of like the x-men villains could also be fantastic four villains and same i feel like with spider-man because they are all they're all in new york so it's like they could all inter- intertwine if they needed to be
1: yeah and if the uh mole man is a super villain parent american yeah there he is so but and you know the the mutant haters will want to come and get old uh what's reed richard's son's name franklin yeah they don't want to come yeah. get franklin because he's a mutant Mm-hmm. so that makes sense good a good call um mm-hmm. so then we can make max the juggernaut okay put on the uh mask of serotac or whatever his name is and <laughs> be possessed go crashing through a wall oh. maybe max would be the kool-aid guy oh yeah break through a wall <laughs> that way oh
0: i'm just imagining he's just a world where it's the Kool-Aid. He looks like the Kool-Aid man, but has the powers of Juggernaut.
1: <laughs> That's kind of what the Kool-Aid man has. Just yeah. always breaking through unstoppable. And he's he's a giant pitcher made of glass, but he, he never breaks.
0: He doesn't. Or he spills. Must made of,
1: he must be made of diamonds. He must be. Yes. Did you ever see the, uh, it, was a, it was a very old bit on Family Guy where they were in jail. And they're like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And then oh yeah. The Kool-Aid That's... man comes bursting through. Oh yeah.
0: That is one of my earliest memories of out loud, uncontrollable laughing. Really, Scott? So, yeah, that it was a good joke. Because there's also a Dane Cook bit where he does a big Kool Aid. I think I'm getting that right. He does a Kool Aid bit where that also made me uncontrollably laugh. So,
1: man, I don't Dane know about- Cook, that guy yeah. had like just the peaks of peaks, and then just nothing. Yeah. Did he ever? So, like, total off topic. What was so like his?
0: his brother like embezzled or like laundered a ton of his money and wealth really and like basically his brother's in jail because his brother was like his manager and like took care of his finances Huh. like stole a bunch of his money so I don't know if like that that attributed to him kind of like focusing on that took him out of the spotlight but but yeah now his brother I think is in jail
1: total non sequitur I love it love it yeah
0: but that's not what we're here we're not here to talk about Dane Cook and reviving his career. We're here for. I don't want to some. revive
1: Dane Cook's career. I'm okay with it being where. It
0: is. <laughs> that that's who the big uh, <laughs> the big drop is. Dane Cook will be. Dane Cook is
1: going to be. <laughs> no, it's going to be Pedro. Our no, boy. That's a,
0: that's a total red herring, Scott. He's going to be Doctor Doom. Buckle up. They're telling he's us. Awesome.
1: They're telling <laughs> us he's going to be that. He'd be a good Doctor Doom.
0: And what I've also heard in rumors is Javier Bardem is going to be Galactus, which I'm yeah. all in on. He's great. Uh,
1: yeah. So I don't know. I saw that Harvey, I don't know where that came from. But the Pedro uh-huh. Pascal as Reed Richards came from Deadline. And, uh, oh. like, you guys are there all, you like, you guys are all super rumored out. I don't even really read <laughs> anything unless it's in Deadline or The Hollywood Reporter or Variety. So if Deadline is saying that Pedro yeah. Pascal is going to be Reed Richards, I'm pretty certain... Pedro Pascal is going to be Reed Richards.
0: (laughs) Got to chase the dragon for those rumors, Scott. You get it.
1: (laughs) You, you, you. Yeah, that is Mark. Go get those rumor dragons.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we are here to talk about the Marvels, Scott.
1: Movie that we are here to talk about the Marvels. We are. If you were watching our our ZenCast right now, you'd see me bobbling the Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Right there. I'm wearing my custom Danvers sweatshirt. Look at that. License, unlicensed. 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 Well, so <laughs> I was watching a video and Brie Larson was wearing a sweatshirt that looked like this. And so I sent mm-hmm. a screenshot of it to my friend Steph, who does cricket stuff, and said, hey, sure. can you make me one of those? And she said, yeah, just buy me the sweatshirt. So I sent the sweatshirt and she made it. Awesome. And then the, the screening was crooked. So then she made me another one. So actually I have two. I think this nice. is the crooked one. But totally custom Danvers sweatshirt.
0: That's true fan. We had to have we had to bring on a true fan for this episode, Scott. So good that we got you because Hugh, shall not be named, could or wouldn't be on this episode. Has he seen it yet? Yes, I believe he has. He got back. Did, did he, he like he it? it. Okay. That, I and mean, that's what I got from it because I was really hoping it would be us three, but he's super busy
1: this week. So he is. He is. Here. He's important now. He is. He's literally now. doing the Lord's work.
0: <laughs> he actually is
1: i that's <laughs> why i said literally
0: <laughs> like leave i leave. meant it like an i don't I, I, I wanted <laughs> Not like to double a down on that <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little. like an adult there it is when did you see this movie did you see I, it on thursday
1: friday i saw it on thursday night at 7 15 uh and it would let me let me be honest it was a poor choice because i had a project for work that i had to work on <laughs> yep. and i ended up staying up till three o'clock in the morning after i saw the movie but it was totally worth it because oh. I, I saw it with new people so generally i would see it with this crew of people but they did not want to go so i i bought four tickets when they first went on sale so i saw it with my sister and my 12 year old niece and my 10 year old niece and so it was yes. a lot of fun watching with them
0: did they also did they enjoy it
1: they sounds- yeah they they loved it and so i think that you know we'll probably mm-hmm. get into talking about it but you know like we're not none of us were like oh i'm gonna go be super girl. like i go to the movies as i've said many times i go to the movies to have a good time there was zero chance that i was not going to like this movie one because i'm a mark for the mcu and yeah. two carol danvers is probably my second favorite superhero of all time so it had a lot going for me and yeah I, I i loved it oh good
0: yeah i went uh friday with my beautiful wife kelly we both had uh the day off for memorial day or not memorial day veterans day. veterans day yeah both our jobs gave us the day before off so so we're up in fargo north dakota went to a matinee saw it it was great um like i told her before going in my beautiful a 5k i was like you know i watched the trailer and i was like this is gonna be fun i'm gonna go in with the mindset that i'm just gonna have fun not have any expectations and i think that was the right mindset to go in to because yeah. i enjoyed it very much um
1: we need some hot takes. No, it sucks and you're stupid. Ah. Yeah, I,
0: I think I think if people are coming here to hear hot takes that are negative <laughs> towards Marvel, you came to the wrong
1: This podcast. is the wrong episode. Yeah. Go back and listen to any other episode where Zane's uh, not here. Any any of the bros will be talking about something that has nothing to do with Marvel and yeah. then the MCU just catches a bunch of strays. Yeah. Literally exactly. every episode. Literally. Oh, I was thinking about the theory of relativity. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> like the MCU's Phase Five. Yeah, it's just trash. I don't get it, man. What's Kevin <laughs> Feige doing? Let's have Dave Filoni come make everything. I like his neck beard and his cowboy hat.
0: He knows what he's doing. Yeah, Dave nuts. Filoni
1: knows what he's doing, not other than writing a script and directing. Dave Filoni knows what he's doing.
0: Yeah, he knows Sorry. everything, top to bottom. Um,
1: you know what so. he's really good at? Casting. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, he he sucks at that. He's
0: Actually, not. there it is. I'm disagreeing with you. Uh, uh john
1: john favreau is probably the really bad one at casting because he's he's the one who's i think most most responsible he... for the, 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 the casting in star wars
0: oh gotcha i was like you he gets high praise for casting now he no nah,
1: save save the day
0: all right so here on the infinity bros podcast we rate things out of six i'm doing the plug so isaac you don't need to do the plug everything's out of six we determined it when we started it's for the six infinity stones that's why we're weird and crazy if you didn't know that, Scott, that's and why. decimals. And decimals. That's something we threw in later, just uh, just not because it was fair. And then we heard from people that listened that didn't like it. So then we added more decimals. So that's what that's,
1: that's my claim to fame uh-huh. on the podcast. Anytime there's anything past the <laughs> 100th spot, it's because of me.
0: Yes, it, that's 100% correct. Also, from here on forward, is spoiler. I'm just telling you that now. It's going to get spoilery. If this is your spoiler warning
1: this is prepare yourself an infinity bros
0: prepare yourself
1: spoiler ah! warning all right what about the marvels mark <laughs> <laughs>
0: no i'm just man you caught me off guard with that i don't get caught off guard often scott so congratulations <laughs> i'm
1: glad i could do it
0: give scott's house 50 points isaac I almost so, asked you
1: what house you'd be in, but we don't even have that far off. Track.
0: It's 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 Slytherin. We all know this. Yes. I took I took the test, the official test, Slytherin so it was.
1: I took the test, and all I did is make sure I wasn't in Hufflepuff.
0: <laughs> Where you're destined to be. Yeah. Alright, so this quick quick summary of this movie would be Carol Danvers gets her powers entangled with Kamala Khan, Monica Rambeau, and then forces them to work together to save the universe. I think that's pretty spot on what basically happens if you have it in one
1: paragraph that was a great um, summation of the movie
0: i do what i can with the internet that i find
1: entangled powers save the universe from a enraged former kree soldier so i think what, what was it the film starts off
0: we're i think looking at the kree ships or the fleet of ships or whatever like kind of coming through the broken jump point well what we learned to be the broken jump point later on yes and, and they go to
1: a moon and she a finds own. a bangle.
0: Well, she does, which I was I was thinking she was going to find like a whole suit. I wasn't prepared. I didn't think it was going to be the bangle, which makes more sense now.
1: Mm-hmm. Um what was her her name was uh, Darben. Darben. Yep, and she found a quantum band that was eerily similar to the band that Kamala Khan had found in the Disney Plus series Miss Marvel.
0: And that was another thing, Scott. How do you think they handled cuz I thought they handled this well. With the whole, hey, you didn't watch Wandavision, you didn't watch Miss Marvel on Disney Plus. Yeah, I feel like they caught it. They did some like really good. Just here's how she got her powers. Here's how she got her powers. Yeah, and that they makes did sense. a pretty good
1: job. It's hard to say because I watched Wandavision. And I watched Miss Marvel, so I am all up to date. But yeah, no, I think they did a pretty good job. I could ask my sister, my niece.
0: They cliff notes, cliff notes their uh, their journey so i you know hopefully did a good job because that's what they got to juggle with or does marvel just just anticipate hey if you're coming to the show at this point you're you've watched the show it's a disney plus
1: yeah i don't know and so i mean they're they are moving they announced i think recently they're doing the marvel spotlight which will be a banner underneath marvel Studios. so say hey this has nothing to do with the larger mcu as a whole so you can just watch this and not be too worried i think Mm -hmm. the first one's gonna be echo which would be good. And I think then wonder man is going to be under that as well. So I think that'll help people differentiate what do you really need to watch versus what you don't need to watch. So they're saying like the echo will happen in the
0: universe, but isn't, you don't need to watch anything else to like understand yeah. what's yep.
1: going on. Yeah. Just watch echo. You'll be good. Just watch wonder man. You'll be good. So I think that, I think that's a good way to go. I think, I think Marvel's doing a good job. I think they've realized one, you know, we made way too much content way quickly and the quality of it suffered. And yep. so I think they're trying to rein things back in and over, especially with their TV stuff, having actual showrunners sure. who are in charge of the show from beginning to end, I think will be very helpful too. I think they will. I
0: still think we're going to see some good stuff coming out of Marvel moving forward. And um, before we go any further, Scott, what was your rating of this? That's what I should ask before we went.
1: In. Oh, oh, uh, let's see. So what? Like Endgame is a six out of six. I think what are soldiers, a six out of six. I'd give this a four out of six. Four out of six. What, what, uh... I think I would give it I would give it a four out of six as of just like a a, com, a as objective a uh, score as I could give it. As someone who loves Carol Danvers, mm-hmm. it's probably closer to a six out of six, honestly. But I'd say five out of six. Five out of six as a super fan, yeah. knowing that I'm bumping it up from probably actually quality-wise a four out of six. I'm sure we'll touch on some of the things that bring it down. Uh, for me, I look at it as like. My
0: rating has went to did I have fun? Did the story make sense? Do I feel like they're on the right track? And that's how I gave it a six out of six? I think they did. Wow. And this is for me, who like just trashed the original Captain Marvel. you yeah. <laughs> and i I mean, I gave that probably a three out of six, maybe. I had fun watching this. I thought a good story was told. I thought some a lot of the fight scenes were pretty good compared to the last few movies that we've had. So. Yeah, no,
1: I think that the you know it, obviously it was a plot device to have all their powers mm-hmm. entangled, but then when they use it in the actual fighting, I thought it was really, really cool and just getting to see them use their powers differently. It still sucks that <laughs> you know they gave Kamala hard light powers instead of her inhuman powers, which are now mutant yeah. powers actually in the comics. Yeah, but it makes sense, right? You can't if you're gonna have one stretchy superhero, you need to have that be Mister Fantastic and not confuse. Yeah, you, you don't really. want any kamala khan having the same power set confusion amongst the fans because i mean yeah. that's a whole
0: the whole gambit of this is to get new fans to come in and buy all the toys
1: yeah and, and that's the, the only knock i have against kamala khan because i think mm-hmm. as much as i love carol danvers and i like brie larson freaking amon Velani is unbelievable as kamala khan just i'm, I'm one right of the best with, casting yeah. in the mcu she's un she's unbelievable she has the same attitude and excitement and like i think all of her genuine excitement comes through in the movie how she just i mean she's so excited to be in a marvel movie which translates perfectly as her character being i'm so excited to be fighting with carol neighbors right just, it it's so, it's also so genuine yeah yeah no for sure
0: almost almost and that's you know bringing it back to the movie i mean that's okay so we get to the point where we get a glimpse of where everyone's at like carol's in space Monica Rambo is also in space, but like right above Earth. And then, you know, uh, Kamala Khan's in uh, Jersey City, just hanging yeah. out in a room, daydreaming about uh, being an adventure with Captain Marvel, which I love that that like art sequence of it. Yeah, like, that was it's great. So heartwarming. But yeah, you know, we get Nick Fury calling Carol Danvers if there's some like weird, what was it, NG wave that they noticed? I think it's right when she gets to the bangle and then like blasts a new hole up. Yeah. She goes, checks that out. And then there's a point where... They check out the riff between... Because there's we also know that there's a, a jump point of, around Earth. And there's some aurora going on. So both Monica and Carol Danvers touch it. And then that's when the whole the ramping up of the movie goes. All of a sudden, everyone's switching bodies. We're not switching bodies. Switching places in time and space to their current locations. What do you think about the whole fight scene when that started going on? When we got the fight in Jersey City. We got the fight in space and we got the fight on that moon with cap where captain marvel was
1: yeah i think i really enjoyed kind of seeing you know kamala like taken from her house and thrown into just this ridiculous setting and then when they were fighting on the on the little elevator too when they were jumping out of that like that was cool close quarters fighting so yeah i think that i don't think they overdid it at the beginning it's like oh yeah they're bouncing on they're funny this is great and then you know kamala's Parents, they're great actors, and her brother—that's hilarious. So i think that, <laughs> that part of it was just them figuring it out was good, and then you know, then they had the training montage. Of, let's how let's figure out how to do this for real. And I think it had it had it been like had they gone with the bit of oh this is funny we don't know what we're doing again that'd have been a bit much. But I think when they mm-hmm. did the montage and figured it out, then I think it made it really yeah. really, really cool. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm totally with you on that. So they realize because what is it? They
0: realize that the Cree are you know banding back together and destroying thing or you know just making these
1: broken jump points trying to re-bring their planet back to life correct stealing a planet's atmosphere stealing a planet's water and then eventually trying to steal our sun. those haters
0: those haters and that's the whole thing that we kind of find out later on darben is doing this because i think what's interesting it's like you know when captain marvel starts fighting some of the kree they call her the annihilator yeah because basically the whole gist is when she went in at the end of, of the first captain marvel movie she goes and destroys the um what with the big like ai the intelligence. supreme intelligence supreme intelligence and basically throws the kree empire into a civil war and they destroy their planet and then they blame you know carol danvers for all that which
1: you know i think it's fair yeah and i think him. that was one of my i can't remember we talked about this but that was one of my favorite parts is that I know a lot of the criticism from the original captain Marvel movie was that Brie Larson's a bad actor. Like she was just a robot. Brie Mm -hmm. Larson is not a bad actor. She has an Academy award. She's a very good Mm -hmm. actor, but she was playing the role. I mean, in, you know, from Carol Danvers in the comics, like there's so much of her story about her powers being stolen in limited, which they showed in the Mm -hmm. first one about her losing her memories, which they showed in the first one. And so Brie Larson was playing a brainwashed version of Carol Danvers, which I think she Mm -hmm. did really well. And then, towards the end of Captain Marvel, saw a little bit of personality. My favorite moment from Endgame is when she flies up to Peter Parker, says, hey, Peter, you got something for me? Because you start to see Mm -hmm. some of the personality that Carol Danvers has. And then this one, we see the personality. Like, she's fun. She's outgoing. She's great. But she's also super, super impulsive, (laughs) which happens in the comics. And so because of her impulsivity and just going to sort of the Supreme Intelligence, she sends Mm -hmm. the Kree Empire, you know, into... (laughs) turmoil and almost you know destroys their planet. The same thing happens when she hears that the Kree are at the planet with the Scrolls. scroll refugees, mm-hmm. she goes flying in there guns blazing. She's always always impulsive mm-hmm. and I love that about Carol's characters because she's impulsive because she wants to do the right thing, but she's also the most one of the most powerful beings in the universe and so her impulsivity has a lot of really really bad consequences and repercussions. So I think it was a great way to sort of paint her character in in this movie and i totally support you on that because i i think that was no mark you gotta art. fight me that's how i that's can't because i like. really thought because i
0: texted you or you texted me after i tweeted that it was six out of six
1: okay that's right and,
0: and, and you brought up how yeah it really did this this movie let her just be the character and not the brainwashed person and yeah it did we actually got to see her be the actual character that i think people wanted to see in the
1: first movie. be likable have fun with nick fury right <laughs> exactly like be, be desperate for connection and, and that mm-hmm. you know, that's part of carol's character too like she's always trying to find like friends and be connected because she you know now in the comics too i mean she's you know her dad's dead and they retconned her to her mother to be a cree so she's mm-hmm. always trying to find her place in the world and she's trying to like hang out with jessica drew but yeah. she can't because there's always a fight going on and so it just it, it was perfect it was a perfect i think finally representation of carol from the comics which as a longtime fan i loved seeing Yes, and thinking
0: about going back to the, when they went to the Kree planet, or not the Kree planet, where the, the scrolls Scroll were, where they were going to go steal the atmosphere. I think an interesting thing that they did with, or the director did, or writers did with this, was, or having Kamala Khan experience the woes of war about mm-hmm. like you can't save everybody. Yeah, like clearly, I'm surprised they didn't dive more into that. Like, or maybe they will in the future or she's just too happy of a person to dwell on that. But like, to like mm-hmm. basically witness people she couldn't save die was kind of, I thought that was pretty heavy for this movie. Yeah. And then another heavy thing is kind of the whole experience between Monica and Carol about Definitely. how Monica felt that Carol Danvers abandoned her. Yeah. And then we kind of, you know, in the whole, and then we come full circle where it's like, you know, Carol also felt what she did to the Kree, She had the fix. Mm -hmm. but then couldn't so it's like you know this whole try this you know back and forth of doing the right thing but
1: what were your thoughts on that no i thought i thought that was great so with with kamala i think you know at this point she fought some people in pakistan and you know used her fist to punch somebody in new jersey so like her hero her hero Mm -hmm. experience has been pretty limited and you know for her it's still like she's still writing comic books and like this is great would be twinsies like Bestie, so she has this idealized version of what it means to be a hero and then there's that moment yeah where they can't save she we have to save the ones that we can and i think it was great where it came back at the end when kamala you know hit the jump gate so they could escape with the bangle even though carol thought she could she could save the day and same yeah. thing. Like I had, made, I I had to make the tough decision, just like you did. So I think it was a good growing edge for mm-hmm. for Kamala, and you see that a lot. I think in her character in the comics too, when she, you know, goes from being like what am I doing to leading the, who did she lead the defenders? I mm-hmm. think you see a lot of that in her character development. So that was great. And then yeah, all this stuff with Monica, kind of how when they were all sort of talking, and Carol's like, oh, is that Monica? And she's all excited but Monica's super wary because she's not ready Mm -hmm. to have that conversation. And right now, like we, we see all these movies together, like, Oh yeah, big deal, whatever. But you know, it's been 30 years since Monica had seen Carol. And then Carol also reminds Monica of her mom's death. Mm -hmm. And, and then that moment, right where they're, where they're doing the flashbacks. Oh yeah. When they're trying to find the Carol lied, she did return to earth to see Maria before she passed away. So that was all, I mean, just, I think, again, going back to I think Carol's character, which I think we see a lot more developed. It's just that, man, like, yeah, I, she felt guilty. And mm-hmm. with this little girl who idolized me the last time I saw her, if she know if she knew what I did, would she still mm-hmm. idolize me? <laughs> and you know, that's a, that's a, that's a real human feeling. Like, you know, yeah. like I've we been getting in fights with my daughter and she's seven, right. It's like, Oh shoot. Like, what are they going to, what, what's she going to think? Like, I, like when she wakes up tomorrow morning, is she gonna be like, "Oh, Dad, you were mad at me"? It's like, well, yeah, you weren't doing what I told you to do. But yeah. like, we we feel that way. Like we have these young people in our lives, our kids, who idolize mm-hmm. us and want what's best for us. But man, like, what if I ever did something to let her down? Like, I might be tempted to hide mm-hmm. out in outer space. I mean, I can't because I'm not,
0: you know, I'm not, <laughs> not Bezos.
1: That. But same idea. <laughs> so I thought I thought it was all very real in mm-hmm. terms of the the relationships among the the main the three leads
0: and i think that's what to me made the movie kind of like it felt like a, like well written to me just like going to those aspects of like realism in a sense to like you can actually have those type of relationships in the real world and i think that's always what kind of for me makes a movie good when they can you can still have your crazy you know they're fighting in space and then have you know real world emotions going on so
1: yeah i think the i think they nailed the relational dynamics among kamala and carol and, and mm-hmm. monica
0: and that was okay. So they get some of the scrolls in their ship, the kill ship, and then we get. Uh, this is another thing I thought was to me. It's like moments like this. I'm like, okay, what's their plan with this? Valkyrie shows up, takes the the scroll refugees, and you know, obviously takes them back to Earth because I think that's where they're still at.
1: Back to the uh, millions Jim- of scrolls yeah. still on Earth.
0: And that's the thing too. Where it made me think, like if you watched uh, Secret Invasion, this has to be post that yeah so she's bringing them back to a world where there's a lot of tribulations and fear with scrolls right now so wondering how that will
1: tie maybe they in can hide out in new asgard and it doesn't really matter and maybe
0: that will be the thing or at least maybe Valkyrie will know where to put people And i thought she was going to show back up in the movie which she didn't which i think was probably a good idea but
1: yeah they didn't stuff too many you know outside cameos in which i, no. I appreciated let it be its own thing but this is so after this scene is kind of where
0: they kind of start figuring out, okay, what, what is Darben's plan? What is she doing? And then the thought was, okay, the next spot is probably water because, you know, they're kind of figuring things out. Well, especially when they get the the star map figured out yeah. too. And then this is probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie or sequences is when yes. they go to this water planet and the people there only speak by singing. Yes. And then seeing how each character, well, and, and we don't know what, because uh, Carol kind of leads on like, like she gets off the ship just ready dressed in like some garb and like we we learn as an audience that she's married and she's a princess and I thought that was just crazy just like I thought it was a happy surprise and then seeing like you know Kamala Khan and Monica Rambeau kind of like what's the hell's going on here and uh-huh. how they react and then the scene where we get the prince and like you know there's a whole dance sequence there's basically a musical part in this movie and I thought I don't know if you enjoyed that and I enjoyed it. I have a I was I was, was filled
1: up. with glee the entire time sure. because it it made I'm sure we'll talk about the the flurkins, right? But it's <laughs> like it didn't need to be in there, but it was funny and charming and it made sense, yeah. right? Oh, here's a planet where everybody just sings and Carol's here because she's you know, you had a marriage of convenience or marriage of like government, right? Like, I don't know, like was it necessary? No. Did I enjoy it? Absolutely. But is not it's, it's it's comic book is any of it necessary in my life? Yeah, and no, that's another it, thing. Where it. It's like it's a comic book movie, so you got to have a little bit comic book element to it.
0: Because I think this is another thing where if it was just another you know scene on Earth with more Earth people or human beings, people would be mad. And literally, we got <laughs> oh. a thing where it's like we're not on Earth. We're not. Like, we're like the big. Why does every Star Wars show have to have Tatooine involved? It's like we're on a different <laughs> planet.
1: No, this time totally it's, called Jaku, it's totally different. Totally
0: different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. But we're on a different planet, totally different types of people, and they sing. And I was just like, yeah. oh, that was a great, great like cherry on top of that whole thing where it's just like, yep, this is this is a vibe I wanted with this movie. And that's, I think, another reason why I loved it. Yeah,
1: because there there are, you know, in comics, there are just weird little things like that where they go to a planet and, you know, in the text bubble, it's got the little musical notes around it. So it tells you that they're singing. Like, it's, I don't know, for some reason, either superhero movies have to take themselves too seriously and then everyone complains about them not being serious enough (laughs) or when they just make a light fun happy movie everyone's Mm -hmm. like well well, that wasn't serious enough it's like well screw you like pick a lane you know it all can't be winter soldier which i think is still probably the best movie in the mcu like right like that was a great movie it wasn't it was funny like a marvel movie was but it wasn't over the top and ridiculous it was still really really good with freaking the marvels they're like we've got Amon Velani, who is just joy wrapped up in a 20 year old so we're gonna make it a joyful fun movie and i, I yeah it was fun and that's what's so good about the, like just so spot on with our characters
0: with this whole scene the scene on the water planet uh what was it called like al or aldean or something like that i'm sorry i'm butchering alderaan. people <laughs> it's not alderaan i feel like i just said that but i think it starts with the day that's what's coming to my head but seeing like i think what was it Kamala Khan's like dancing, like loving. Yeah, just it. dancing loving, like, like, po- like living her best just, life, like that's her vibe. Where like Monica's like super awkward about it, just like, uh-huh. what, the- what the hell is this? Where where am yeah. I? But yeah, then Carol like gets the- this prince that she's well, her husband. One <laughs> could say to like basically get her suits and ready to battle Darben because she knows that she's gonna be coming. Darben's on the way. Darben's on the way is, you know like we said their uh, hollow. I think it's their planet. Uh uh-huh.
1: huh. Her-
0: redoing all that and her making these broken waypoints is like disturbing the universe is what we're fighting out. like it's making Mm -hmm. it unstable and that's why she she has that power the band and her uh, mystical hammer thing she's able to you know blast these open so we get that we see the water being sucked up there's another fight ensued with them they all got new outfits which i thought was swag and they did uh, and that's another thing ongoing bit is Kamala Khan's trying to get them the name their group and get her to have a name and she has the original like spectrum outfit with like the little I don't know what you would even call that the where she like rips off when she's walking in that new yeah. suit but they never even call her Photon they don't I yeah. think they mentioned in one of the names that they call her Spectrum or something they like did. that like, like
1: Spectrum was one of them but yeah I don't know but like this Funko box it says Photon on it so that's her name well there it is. So like she's gonna get it eventually. She just she, she doesn't know, yet, she doesn't know yet. We know it. So yeah, and that, I think again that was fun fighting, you know, where they're jumping in and off, fighting Darben on top of the spaceship, and then they're flying around, and that was cool. So yeah, I, I yeah. This like like you said, like we both really enjoyed this movie, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And so if you enjoy this movie, you get to sit here listening to us gush about it. If you didn't, you're probably a miserable human being anyway, and just very sad. So go watch something that'll make you happy. If this doesn't make you happy, that's fine. Go watch something that does. Mm-hmm. And then, gosh, is it from this
0: when she makes this other jump point, Darben? Because that's all. Because like we're back on the ship or the space station above Earth. I believe Goose is on that ship. I think it's after this one. There's like a salt, like a flare that goes off around Earth, and yeah. then they start finding these like brain looking things in the in the ship. Yeah.
1: I was really bummed because the AMC where I saw it had the like flurkin egg popcorn tins and it had okay. them open showing that there was goose inside of it's so like so i saw this oh, like oh well. i guess that's a flurkin egg thanks oh i spoilers. i had no
0: i was thinking instantly to um gosh it was one of the cloverfield movies i think cloverfield uh, paradox where i was like are they gonna in- introduce something weird like that like like other universes are like phasing into ours but,
1: yeah no i knew they were flerken egg so i was kind of bummed about that actually yeah. Well, I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry that had to happen to you.
1: It's okay. But, you know, uh-huh. speaking of things that were wholly unnecessary. Oh, I was yes. talking to my friend Tony, who's been a guest on your show. Mm-hmm. He said they had a solution, and so they invented a problem. They mm-hmm. wanted a bunch of kittens and tiny flurkins eating people.
0: Yeah. Which they conditioned us in the first fight scene that flurkins yeah. could eat people and then spin and not them back on. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we were, we we're aware of that. We want to have a bunch of CGI kittens. We want them Mm -hmm. to eat people. So what problem can we create in order for this to be a part of our third act? Space stations going down. Space station lost power. You're you're sitting there watching (laughs) it. You know exactly why they engineered this. (laughs) And I did not care because it was hilarious. Because they had freaking memories from cats playing in the background. Yes. It was... My beautiful wife Kelly did not know that was a song being played. I was like Kelly,
0: that's what made it so much better. Yes, that it's memories
1: from cats,
0: and Uh. then they're all herding cats into one of the escape pods. Oh yeah, it was so good. Yeah,
1: I don't. I like. I honestly don't care that they contrived that so hard Mm -hmm. because it was just pleasant. It was enjoyable. It was funny. Yes. Because
0: then they get everyone down. Goose and his offspring or her offspring save the day with those people. See, that's what I wonder, though. Like, are
1: Flurkins going to take over planet Earth? Because they (laughs) appear to reproduce at an exponential rate.
0: Yeah, they'll have to throw them off world somewhere. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Or they'll become the new Avengers. Wouldn't be the worst idea.
1: Or Um, all the Flurkins will eat all the scrolls and then they'll all get shipped off in outer space. Yeah, that would be... That'd be something. That's that's an option. Also, hashtag spoilers for secret invasion. Yeah, hashtag spoilers. Uh,
0: If you weren't already warned when i said everything from now on to be spoilers That's true
1: this also, is what we get. secret invasion not very good i will admit yes
0: yeah, i think it would have been better
1: served as a movie for what they did Missed the mark a bit on that one or like a dude just
0: like a 50 minute special like they did with uh
1: oh yeah night or werewolf by night thank you i was i was called
0: midnight suns it's like they haven't done anything midnight suns yet so
1: not yet So it's coming down the
0: pike some point I'm it sure. is so we get darben into our universe by the sun because she's going to seal our sun's power to give the son in her universe because their son's dying yes so we're out there so the you know the gang has to go out there and fight darben and this is probably my one gripe with the movie maybe kelly this is also her big gripe is why didn't they go out with a plan just to be like hey that bangle she has we just need to get like a knife a sword whatever just cut her arm off easy peasy done and i was and I, like i agree with you and this is you know, spot on, but I think they wanted to show us how powerful the Bangle was, that it could absorb a full on -on punch from Carol Danvers or like any of Photon's stuff or even Kamala's stuff. It's I think that's what they really wanted to prove, even though yeah, it would be super easy if Carol's like, you know what? I'm just gonna take this knife or sword. sword Chop her arm off. Yeah. And then it would be fun. That's that's the whole movie element. It's like that'd just be too easy. And then people would be pissed and not be able to arm share quarterback about it later. So you know
1: And I did like when they came up with the idea that Carol's powerful enough to restart their son, which I think was was cool. And then I thought, oh, that's really going to happen. And then Darben's like, no, it's still going to rip a hole in your solar system. Yeah, gotcha. And yeah, she's like bleeding out. Yeah.
0: Blows that hole in and clearly they have to make the right call and.
1: Yep, and then Carol has to shoot Kamala and <laughs> Photon has to focus it all and tie up the hole in the universe with Monica on the other side. I, th- I
0: thought that was a pretty cool visual, the the tear in space. Uh-huh. Which I, I would like to know a little bit more. Like, why did Monica think she had to she could only fix it from that side?
1: Yeah. But Because it makes sense for where they want to go.
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean obviously it's it's all Moving the plot forward.
1: This so. this whole podcast has just been us getting to the mid credit scene. Like that's all it is. Waiting.
0: I know. I've yeah. just been like, that was my first. I was like, Mark, you can't talk about the mid
1: credit scene until we're, we get through the movie. And we're almost there. We have we almost have the, the last little scene. Yeah, where the, we go the to the heartwarming scene and we see pizza, Lucky the pizza yeah. dog.
0: Oh, I was gonna go with the heartwarming scene in Louisiana first, where you get that oh, little yeah, like, that, that's connection between. Nice. Well, but yes, going back to the the actual the actual act scene where clearly Kamala Khan is recruiting the Young Avengers and has already talked to a few people, but this one's with um, Kate Bishop. She hasn't. She's the first one she's
1: talked to. She's no, like, but didn't she say Black she put it some... a... No, she's like I hear Black Widow has a sister. Like that's what she
0: said. Like did she say that? And then also that Ant Man has a daughter.
1: Yeah, he's like yeah I hear that. Or maybe yeah, I thought I she that said him, she has daughter. Didn't
0: she say that she put out some feelers? So that that's she what did. made me think that that okay, she's maybe. contacted a few people. But, but the we whole scene got... was hilarious. Yes.
1: Amon Just an awkward again. teenager trying to... Just a treasure, trying to recruit. Like in <laughs> Mirror, you know, Mirror's Nick Fury yep. getting Tony at the end of Avengers. And Hawkeye's like, I'm <laughs> 23. Like, yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not a child. Do you,
0: do you think that's what we're going to get? Are we going to get like a Young Avengers? Or will it morph into like a like a West Coast Avengers? Because uh, where not. this is different, they're not going to have the money that like backing them it's just gonna be all these young kids so yeah
1: probably a young avengers or yeah i'd say young avengers maybe a tv series maybe that's season two of mm-hmm. miss marvel
0: that might that be a better could only go up from there if that's what they did for season two for miss marvel yeah i'd be all so lying. yeah
1: okay great now
0: okay okay now now the meat after you've been with us for like an hour here we are so I'm sitting
1: season. in the theater i told my niece before the movie start look naomi <laughs> there might be a point where I scream and I grab your, and I grab your shoulder. Like, I don't know what's going to be, but that might happen. Okay. So you that's had like, no idea going
0: in what, this, zero. what might happen. Okay. Me too. Me zero. too. So
1: sitting there, you know, me, I don't, I don't, I watch one trailer and that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm
1: sitting there and obviously Monica's still alive. I didn't see any X's or anything in the background. Like people said that they saw. I didn't either. I saw somebody walking from the camera and then I heard Kelsey, Gram- Kelsey Grammar's voice. And I, I don't know what I said, but I made some sort of exclamation very loudly in the theater, just hearing Kelsey Grammer's voice, because it's so distinctive. And then I was shaking my niece. And, and I did. So I,
0: I grabbed my wife's leg. So she has no, she, I don't think we've watched the X-Men together. And I was in my, I heard his voice. I'm like, it's only one person. They, they didn't yeah. just recast him. And that was my thoughts. Like they're in a different universe. It's going to be Beast. And to my surprise, because do we get, do we see Beast first or do we see Binary first? We see Beast first. Okay. Because we see him and it's like, not just the Beast that we saw in two and three of X-Men. It's like big, like what Beast should look like. Like, loved it. Then we see, you know, what would be to Monica, her mom Mm -hmm. in like the outfit. Initially, I thought she was the Captain Marvel, but then she has the two stars. Yep. And then you said, and then I couldn't remember her name. Then you were texting me. And then he said it was binary. It's like, oh, okay, that clicked. We got a whole universe, not a universe we've seen
1: clearly because you don't know who's playing it. But exactly, that was pretty. About
0: this, and I, I was when I texted you, it's like, are they? Does the X Men watch over space like you know Saber does, or you know, are they sword like you said? So is that what they're a part of, or does like Xavier be like, hey, there's some weird energy out by the sun. You guys go check it out. But then why would binary be there? So I don't know. Yeah, or do they no, have some I, type of Avengers thing that they monitor space too? So
1: yeah, no, I was just so excited to see because I the X Men are by far my favorite favorite comic book. I mean, mm-hmm. just since I was a child, I still we were talking about comics before on the uh, the the Patreon, and I I buy X Men. Com- I still buy X Men comics. Like mm-hmm. I, they're they're on my pull list to go pick up because I <laughs> I love the X Men. Jean Grey is my favorite superhero of all time. I love the X Men, Jim Lee X Men. I'm going back and reading a bunch of Chris Claremont run. I love the X Men as much as I love the X Men. I hate X Men Three because it's awful. It is just it is bad. atrocious. It's horrible. The one thing that bad guy Brett Ratner nailed though was casting Kelsey Grammer as Beast. Like yeah, was when they announced that way back in 2004, I was like, that is. That's up there, I think, with Amon Vani and Robert Downey Jr. Because, mm-hmm. like, Beast needs to be, like... oh yeah, intellectual. Could, yeah, like, I could see Beast sounding like Frasier, right? It just totally mm-hmm. makes sense. And when you hear his super distinctive voice, and, like, I don't know how it works out. But I'm like, oh, my gosh. There's a there's an actual X-Man now. An actual mutant. Yes. Like, here. Not just the little music playing, you know, at the end yeah. of uh, Miss Marvel not charles xavier and multiverse madness like that's fair this like another because well, yeah,
0: like, oh. xavier is a leader so it's like it's not really as true as like an actual x-men i totally i yeah. totally get what you're saying and that's the thing where it's like they can't like this would be the thing i don't think they're going to do like a house and m thing where like x-men have always existed on 616 what they're going to do is a universe where the x-men are is probably going to die and they're going to bring them to 616
1: that's my yeah opinion i mean well because they talked about incursions in yep. multiverse of madness so you know they're going based off of i think it was jonathan hickman or maybe it was jason aaron who not jonathan hickman who did the the battle world the seat mm-hmm. the battle world where you know the end of the ultimate universe which they just rebooted again which is confusing <laughs> but right where there was an incursion and in the ultimate universe crashed into 616 yeah. in the comics and you know then we had all these you know Ultimate Universe heroes in you know the the standard Marvel Universe. Yeah, that probably makes a lot of sense. But you know we'll see what happens with Deadpool three next summer and how that ties everything together or doesn't. Because
0: what was what was the story? Like I've heard that story is like the TVA is either chasing Deadpool or like enlisting Deadpool to do something. Which I mean, if you've seen Loki, it'll be interesting what the TVA is actually doing because that Loki two kind of threw it threw everything into a a a different mix. But but that's the thing. That's what they're gonna play with. They already have Hugh Jackman back. They're going to have other X Men back.
1: And that's what I like. That they're sort of you know whether or not Pedro Pascal is Reed Richards. That they're still that they're playing with a little bit, right? Because before mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I think in what Multiverse of Madness they everybody looked the same, right? Like regardless of what universe you were in, it was yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. It was Cheadle. I don't know how to pronounce her name. America Chavez was the same. Like everyone looked the same. Yeah.
0: Well, American Rich Chavez was the same. Doesn't
1: have. That was her That's whole right. She's day. She's the one bouncing around. But like, Correct. everybody looks the same. Where now it's like, okay, well, you know, in this universe, Maria Rambeau doesn't have a daughter. And she's also not Captain Marvel or Photon. Like, she's yeah. binary. So, they're, they're mixing up. So, we're like, not everybody is going to look the same. Even though mm-hmm.
0: we've sort of said that everybody looks the same. Well, I mean, we just go with the, Sp- the Spider-Man movie. The last one yeah. where they gave us back, you know, the two Spider-Men that we began with. So, yeah. So well, no, I, I, plan. I was bring kind of so wars.
1: excited and and right. Like, and so again, I love the MCU. I'm a Marvel mark, but like, right. They could like, they still have this massive, massive ace in their sleeve mm-hmm. of the X-Men and how they bring them in the mcu so do you remember you were probably old enough you were probably watching wrestling when wwe bought wcw
0: yeah that was like the height of my it yeah.
1: it set up what could have been the greatest wrestling storyline of all time and vince mm-hmm. mcmahon fumbled it
0: yeah they they did it too early they should have yeah. waited a year when all the guys's contracts were up so then they could they would wrestle again but yeah but here, when
1: when shane mcmahon showed up on nitro that was mind blowing it was wild it was crazy times and so kevin feige still has that opportunity i think not to fumble this and that's
0: where how i felt no matter what someone might think if like they didn't like the movie or thought it was subpar i think this mid-credit scene felt very much like an old school mid-credit scene where it actually meant something Uh it very much pushed the story to like what's happening versus just like a little like funny bit where uh-huh. that's where i feel like this mid credit scene actually had meat to the bone yeah i think we're we're in a good place with mcu i think i also believe deadpool 3 is gonna really you know shoot that rocket to the moon with all this stuff so open the can of worms The multiverse is really gonna happen with deadpool so
1: yeah and now with the because the writer's strike and then the actor strike i mean marvel only has one movie coming out in 2024 and that's deadpool 3 everything else has been pushed back over a year and so it gives them a lot of time i think to figure out what they want to do with jonathan majors and kang because you know more spoilers like the end of loki season two like the way i'd heard people talking was saying like oh yeah no like i don't see how they can move forward without jonathan majors as kang and after season he was like eh, you can it yeah. can go both ways i thought yeah, about that too it go, yeah it could, but you know he, they he, basically left player. it open-ended where it's like we
0: don't really need him but he's yeah. still there or yeah. he's going to be the most important because of what they do with the TVA. But yeah.
1: So I think there's we'll room to wiggle there. And I think that
0: we get uh, what if coming up in December, the second season of that. Do we yeah. besides
1: Deadpool three, nine days in a row? We have what if uh, Echo comes out in January, yeah. which they've already said is a Marvel spotlight. So not super yeah. related to continuity of the MCU. Deadpool three uh, Agatha.
0: Oh, that's right or the house yeah,
1: of aga yeah house of aga that's not coming chaos anymore mm-hmm. i think that was in wonder man i think is sometime next that's year right. but that's also a marvel spotlight yeah so i think
0: yeah it's gonna be pretty light in 2024
1: disney's decision to mm-hmm. cut a bunch of money is probably i think gonna help the marvel studios probably get back on track and start having more quality content instead of you know i think they were just overwhelmed you know bob Iger or not bob Iger, chapek Ch- 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 Whoever it was mm-hmm. said, hey, you need to make all this content because we had this streaming platform that you have to create content for, and they just mm-hmm. turned into a machine that was turning out not, you know, I still enjoyed it all, but I was like, quality wise, not it. as good as other stuff. But yeah. like right, like I love the Eternals. I I love Eternals. So Eternals like is one of you, my favorites. I love it. So like much. I
0: told you in, in the in the Patreon part of it, I've been rewatching uh the multiverse saga. Yeah. That you know what's going on. So I'm at the I'm now at Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. You know, rewatched Eternals, and that movie to me just gets better with every watch. So good,
1: I love that movie. Yeah, it's I really do. It,
0: I just people slept on it. People maybe just didn't get it, or just like ah, oh, this doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. But man, it was just it was done right. So
1: yeah, and I think you know, I when I first heard they were making an Eternals movie, I read a lot of Eternals comics, mm-hmm. and like the old ones from the 70s where there's so much text, it's really hard to read. <laughs> And then I think I read, the, I think there was a Neil Gaiman run I think in the early 2000s, which is really good. So I think sure. I had a lot of familiarity with those characters. And I think that helped me appreciate it more because it wasn't so far out of left field, which I think maybe mm-hmm. for a lot of people it was. Yeah. But no, I really sure. enjoy that movie. And it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It
0: is. It's a beautiful shot movie.
1: Also filled with beautiful people.
0: It is. It is filled with beautiful people. And we are beautiful people, Scott. And I'm going to thank you for joining us today. On Kenny Bro's podcast,
1: you are welcome. Thank you for the invite. I'm glad yes. I could come on and literally, not literally, gush, but gush about literally one of my favorite characters, Carol Danvers. And that's why I want I wanted to put you on the pedestal to gush all you wanted. Where can
0: the people who are listening to this podcast find you scott
1: well you can <laughs> you give your home address <laughs> yeah, you can go to one zero three uh you can find me on twitter at scott Higa. I don't tweet that often go to instagram at scott hega i post mm-hmm. more there uh but i do have a podcast called the christianer podcast i have not released a new episode in about a month because i started a new job about a month mm-hmm. ago so there's or you can go to the christianer.com Uh, which is my website, and there's lots of podcasts to listen to. There's lots of blog posts. If you're like, what Mm -hmm. was Scott thinking about nerdy stuff in 2013? Well, there's a post there for you to read. Uh, But my hope would be that as I figure out my work rhythms, I'll get back to some sort of regular podcasting schedule because uh, I enjoy it, and it's fun to talk into a microphone and think that somebody out there might be listening.
0: And Scott, you also have a
1: Patreon as well. I do have a Patreon, which has, again, been lacking in content, Uh but you'll get there I'm gonna figure it out so but but with my you'll pa- pull your bootstraps with, up i will but with my patreon i don't charge people unless i create content so it's not like Correct. a monthly thing so yeah. you only get charged as a patron. some of us are I, scumbags and some of us are when i actually create nice people content. like
0: scott Higa. yeah yeah
1: so so yeah but uh uh yeah so that's where christianer.com awesome well everybody thanks
0: for listening you can find us pretty much on any social media platform of the Infinity Bros, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook.
1: Watch Robbie make videos about magic. Twitch, Watch Isaac Discord. talk about Nick Cage. Nick Cage. That's all we got Gosh. going on right now.
0: That is. and a lot of magic stuff happening. That's uh, that's been the big thing for us. So, if you're into magic, Robbie and Jared just are all in on that stuff. Uh, I know, big thing for me. I'm gonna do some more pack opening. I got some. I got a better setup going on, and. You know, free free in the life of uh you know work work life balance so we'll see some stuff coming down the pike uh infinity bros looking bright that's coming up so buckle up everybody we love you 3000 and like always have a great day bye. bye thanks for tuning in to the infinity bros podcast you can find the infinity bros on facebook instagram twitter tiktok Twitch and YouTube at The Infinity Bros. You can also check out our website at TheInfinityBros.com for links, reviews, and sweet merch. Feel free to send listener feedback via social media or email at Infinity Podcast at Gmail.com.